1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. And in today's show, Calvin talks to Asher Rospigliosi, Senior Lecturer in e Business at Brighton Business School at the University of Brighton. And they're talking about the way that digital marketing is taught to students. All coming up in Internet Marketing.
2: Asha, so. You work at the University of Brighton. Can you just give the listeners a a quick sort of background on the department you work in and some of the courses you teach and some of the the research interests that you have?
3: Yeah, I'd love to, Kelvin. So I teach at the University of Brighton in the business school, which is uh, the largest school in the university. We've got about 1,000 undergraduate students. Those are students preparing to do an honours degree and then about another 400 students who are doing postgraduate qualifications, Mm -hmm. things like MBAs and so on. I teach across the whole range of, uh, from first year students right the way through to people who are doing PhDs, but my particular interest is students who are about to finish their degree, they're in their final year, and they're trying to move from being general business students to getting a more clear sense on where they're going in the world.
2: Mm-hmm. And are you finding I- quite a few, because I know your kind of interest is in, in digital marketing, and that's kind of an area that you've got expertise, but do you find in general kind of people are going in for a uh, a business degree, whether it be an MBA or a, a, an MA or a, you know, just a, a conventional degree that they're taking? Do you think that a lot of them are kind of heading in the way of digital because that's the way the market's finding, or is it an area of interest, or are they kind of you know falling into it? Because that's often with some of the specialisms of digital marketing it often feels that that wasn't an active choice necessarily that the person made. often they kind of fell into seo or fell into email marketing and that type of thing
3: yeah so i think you're absolutely right a lot of students uh, or a lot of uh, graduates fall into digital marketing that they don't go through their university education being aware of how significant a sector that is mm. so in their day-to-day experience of course they know it's enormous they spend all their time on iPhones and iPads, they do all their writing and research online and they primarily rely on online resources to sort of validate their, you know, to to give them additional Mm. materials beyond the books, but they don't realise what a big employment sector it is. Universities tend to lag behind the experience of the real world, so although we're creating new knowledge, the kind of cases and examples we give if we talk about working in marketing a lot of the talk will be about working in marketing departments where it's print and um, television and things like Mm. that so it's really in that final year when i get my hands on the students that i'm saying to them hey guys why aren't you blogging aren't you aware that there's this huge digital world that you're going to be working in because that's Mm. where the work is they do get it in that when they come back from placement If they've had a little bit of experience of working in the real world, they suddenly realize that, at the very least, we need to know how to manage websites, social Mm. media, and be engaged with Mm. the tools of the digital world.
2: Mm. And I've certainly seen over the last couple of years that um, universities, Brighton in, in particular, but you know, um, MMU, Manchester Metropolitan University, up in the uh, the North um, West as well, here in the UK, and you know, varieties of other universities, they're really kind of get started to get digital. Is that kind of like is they are they still the exception rather than the rule? Or is it a small number of universities doing a very very good job, or is it just kind of that um, lag that you talked about, kind of catching up a little bit?
3: I, I think the lag means that it is still the exception. For example, I think there are there are very few degrees in digital marketing yet. The the example you gave, in Manchester, I think that's uh, uh, the the um, collaboration with the uh, e consultancy, and mm. and 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 they're possibly the only masters program as specific as that. I think there's still a lot of growth in that area. Whoops, mm. I hope I'm not giving away competitive advantage <laughs> here. Um, but but the the, the universities are are tailing behind, and it, it is uh, something that we I hope to see changing over the next few years.
2: But that does seem a little bit strange, doesn't it, to a certain extent, given the, the general direction that the, the kind of um, university sector is taking in the UK, where kind of far more, um, you know, as fees increase or as, you know, the, the competition for students increases, that it's far more kind of the, the logic behind that, is that. It's market-driven, isn't it? So you would assume that there, if the demand's there, that there should be the courses or the, you know, the, the learning there to help support that.
3: I think so, but the market's very strange in that, well, I don't know about very strange, but there's quite a big delay Mm. because the people who we're marketing to are 18-year-olds coming out Mm. with their A-levels. They're the ones who are choosing where to go, and they may not yet be thinking what I want to do Mm. is to be specializing in search engine optimization Mm. or creating uh, interactive email campaigns. Mm. Um, I think that will change. Our current Mm. first years now make... um, viral videos as part of a first year project, mm. they all know what that is and why that's interesting. So hopefully we'll see that sort of feeding up into the mm. second uh, second and third years. Two or three years time, there may be a lot more specialism. Mm. At the moment, I feel a little bit like um, one of a number, of, a few lone voices in the wilderness. Mm.
2: I suppose the challenge to a certain extent there as well as I know I I did just a media degree at the University of Sussex down in Brighton Mm -hmm. and one of the challenges I think sometimes is you know there's there's this pressure from you know the the world of business to say kind of make uh, you know courses more um, you know kind of practical and hands-on maybe more vocational to a certain extent and and so then you get the kind of you know inevitable um, kind of conclusion of that is that you know I chose a number of digital options within uh, my degree. And in the process of doing that, I learned how to use Dreamweaver and, you know, a crash course in the very basics of Flash, which, you know, the Dreamweaver stuff perhaps, you know, is kind of turned out to be relatively useful for me. But, the you know, the Flash course and the like, very, very, you know, um, you know not that useful. And I, I heard someone talking online on Twitter, you know, that like they did their degree and they did their dissertation on how to use um, WordPerfect, if you know what I mean, and their <laughs> IT degree. And it's, it's that kind of a bit of the danger there that actually... Because these things they change, because the technologies change, because the the, the tools change, that actually the the role of um, the universities is kind of to to introduce strategy or kind of the ability to 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 think bigger than perhaps these individual specialisms that sometimes I'm, yeah
3: yeah, I'm so glad you put it like that, Kelvin, because I, do, I think we were going down a slightly negative route, mm. and you're absolutely right that the individual skills are much less important than the more transferable skill of understanding how to. Evaluate a tool or an approach, fit it into a broader context, and rely on um, the kind of capability our students develop Mm. to research something that they need to know about. So, learning about an individual tool, like you say, something like Flash, quickly dates, um, whereas the more transferable skills of saying, I understand how to frame a question, Mm. then evaluate the resources, and then use that. That is what we really need to be Mm. focusing on in universities, because whatever tool set we're using today in a fast-changing digital world, it will be out of date tomorrow, Mm. and it's about knowing how to take lessons from one context and use them again elsewhere
2: Mm. and that kind of i suppose skill in critical thinking it does then sort of raise the question that should people be taking kind of combined degrees or potentially choosing something completely separate you know like actually is you know because i know i think probably the skills that i took away most from my time at university was around confidence of presenting around you know in the number of societies that I got involved in, in terms of networking and understanding problems and dealing with people and the personalities that kind of you get from working on those types of projects. Does that then lend the, the kind of argument towards, well, perhaps people should be doing things combined with philosophy or combined with, you know, critical thinking or all these other kind of possible, you know, perhaps very um, or, you know, more academic disciplines with the rigour that comes with those in combination with perhaps something a little bit more um, vocational?
3: I think that is, there is a good case for that. Um, about 70% of graduate jobs say that they are open to graduates of any discipline, mm. and as you say, often what employers are looking for is primarily critical thinking, the ability to go on and learn about things for yourself, so independent learning, um, and skills, soft skills like presentation and so on. Um, but Many students who come on a business degree do so because they want to come out ready to be employable. Mm. And I think business degrees, being generalist enough, almost are multidisciplinary because mm. you're doing, in a, in a typical business degree, you'll do some maths and quants, statistics and accounts, mm. and you'll do things like marketing, which are sort of softer. And mm. you might do something like economics, which is more mm. like a sort of broad philosophical way of thinking mm. about things. Um, within that mix... I think in the final year, giving them some specific experience of the digital digital realm, Mm. I I value it. and My students say that it makes them feel more ready to go into Mm. interview and say, yes, I know what a blog is and what Twitter is. Mm. But you're quite right that all those skills will date and that really the learning that they're getting is about how to learn and how to think critically.
2: And one of the things we talked about briefly, Asher, before we started recording was kind of about some of the tools and techniques that, that you use to help teach that perhaps have a little bit more of a, a digital edge to them. And I suppose kind of I was interested to get your take on, you know, um, so recently I've signed up and I'll admit I've not been um, the the best student on this, but I've signed up for one of the kind of the, you know, the massive, the, I forget what yeah. they call them now, the online. The, 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 the online multiplayer yeah. game. No, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, move. Yes, yes. Massive online courses. Yes, yep. And I signed up for one about data journalism. And it's amazing the quality of um, kind of education that's out there being produced by universities that is kind of accessible um, for free. And I mean, I don't think that necessarily takes the place of a degree, but perhaps is an interesting kind of way for some of our listeners here, perhaps thinking about expanding their knowledge. H- how are you seeing that from kind of the, the academic side of the, you know, is that is that the type of thing that you'd sign up for to learn more about? Is that things that kind of you as a university are trying to get more involved in?
3: i i as a as an individual, mm. I think it's absolutely fantastic i I'm very keen on the democratization of knowledge so mm. you know, the west the West has a huge advantage in the sort of legacy of wealth we've got mm. there's great learning that should be available for people anywhere in the world where they can get an internet connection. Mm. The quality of the learning is out uh, of the learning materials mm. can be outstanding U- universities mm. like mit have made mm. available all their courseware um and I think that the capacity to use that is fabulous. You said about yourself that you haven't mm. actually attended very often. Mm. And I think that for many people, learning is a social experience. It's mm. not just about studying materials. Mm. It's about demonstrating that you've understood them by talking about them Mm. with uh, other learners. Mm. So in my own use of uh, digital technologies for learning, Mm. I focus particularly on ways that students can share what they're doing, explain things to each other and to me and get feedback rather than producing very high quality, let's say, video tutorials partly because I don't have the resource or capability to produce things that are on a world class, Mm. but I can bring together students and help them to discuss what they mean. Mm. So I think MOOCs are a great democratising force, and I'm all for them. mm. I don't personally create them, Mm -hmm. but I love to I love to facilitate learning mm. using those kind of resources.
2: Yeah, I suppose that's the, it's the classic challenge that you hear. You know, it's I suppose it's almost a bit like going to the gym, isn't it? Lots of people will sign up for the gym, but very few people will go every day of the week. And I think that's probably going to be part of what happens with this education as well, because it's like I would love to learn far more about data journalism than I do, hence my signing up for the course. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, I definitely think it's an interesting way um, that it's going to head in the future on that side of yes. things. Yeah, I mean...
3: It- We are getting to a range, to an opportunity where, sorry, time where there is opportunity to learn about anything from the best teachers in the world with the best resources in the world, and. The role of the university, I think, is to provide the experience in which you can, or my university anyway, is mm. to provide an experience in which you can come and do that mm. and enjoy being amongst other people who are doing it. Yeah, Either so it becomes more a real- efi-
2: yeah, more efficient, in you know, and I suppose validation of the learning as well, isn't it? Because there is that kind of, you know, self-taught you can get so far, but I think for a lot of people that kind of external validation that what they're knowing and learning is, is mm-hmm. of a, of a, a you know, a quality control standard is kind of, you know, potentially very important there as well. And of course for
3: employers and things, it's all very well. Someone saying, I've been and looked at the courseware from uh, Mm. MIT, did you understand it? Were you able to make it your own? Mm. Those are the things that a university can Mm. kind of um, certify by saying that gave them exams, got them to write essays and Mm. and make presentations and possibly even build websites Mm. and blogs.
2: Fantastic. Well, uh, thanks for your time there, Ash. I think it's a really, really interesting uh, space, and it is that kind of that. Uh, the, I'd, the thing I would say to you know some of the listeners here, here, perhaps um, you know, kind of quite experienced digital practitioners themselves, there will be kind of local institutions to you who um, you know are perhaps crying out for um, some kind of practitioner um, you know involvement in their courses, and I know that kind of it's something that you know I've been keen with some of my colleagues at Site Visibility to to try and wherever possible. You know, coming in. In our case, often it's kind of quite pragmatic in the sense that we're trying to sell um, some of the, you know, SEO, paper click analytics, some of the disciplines that we're interested in, in order to get people interested enough that they would apply for jobs in that space. But I think even above and beyond that, if you're not a um, person doing the recruiting, there's certainly, I think, uh, people who's always willing to listen and learn from practitioners definitely. Fantastic, no, really appreciate that Asher and yeah, um, I, what I'll do is I will share in the show notes all of Asher's details online I definitely recommend um, following him online on Twitter he certainly shares some interesting things that the guys at Brighton University are up to
1: Thanks Kelvin Well that's it for today, thank you so much for listening You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three. Two five six one five zero. 256 150. If you're inside the UK, it's 01273 256 And you can leave a voice, comment or question and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing.